Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. If you haven't taken a look at your car insurance bill lately, you might want to give it a little peek. There are four reasons why car insurance premiums are soaring, and we're going to chat about it all in this episode. Welcome to Everyone's Talking Money podcast. I'm your host, Shauna Game. There's no judgment, no dumb questions, just smart conversations about you and your money. So come on in and grab a seat. Everyone is welcome here. Hey there, welcome back to the show. So good to have you with us. I hope you're having a great week. The weather is finally starting to cool down where I live. So this is a very, very welcomed event. You know, when I lived in Los Angeles, let's be honest, There weren't really seasons other than just the rainy season, the fire season, and (laughs) the hot season. Those were really the seasons. So I'm so enjoying being on the East Coast now, and I'm enjoying what I call the normal four seasons. Uh, I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm loving it. I am just absolutely in my happy place. 
I'm all about bringing on the big chunky sweaters, the jeans, the big boots, the jackets. I want all of it. (laughs) It just brings me so much joy. I think life just naturally should have seasons and, and changes. And I lived in LA for so, 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 so many years. And the mystique for so many people is that the weather is pretty much always sunny and 75-ish, give or take a few degrees, of course. And I know that can sound great to so many of you that probably live places where it's a lot colder and maybe you're tired of the cold. But I just, I like a change. I really like a change. So this is also the time of year when it's really good to give your money a little fall cleaning and also to check up on your relationship with money, your mindset around money, how you're feeling about money, like what's kind of going on with money. And I like to call it a little a little check-in, you know, kind of see what's up. This doesn't have to be anything that is that is stressful or adds more to your plate, but just giving everything a, a once-over, looking at your goals, kind of seeing where you're situated, looking at your emergency fund, all of those sorts of things just gets you in the right place come the holidays and come the new year where you feel like, okay, I, I, I'm moving towards my goals. You know, things are looking up. Things are, things are going pretty well. So we also had a, a guest on the pod last year and they shared this nugget that just really blew me away. They said that you should be shopping your car insurance one to two times a year for the best rate. And I, I don't know about you, but car insurance is something that I, I pay it every month. You know, some of you might pay it annually. I like to pay it every month, but it just kind of comes out from my bank account. I don't really think about it much. And I, I go and drive my car and just know that I have car insurance. And hearing that I should be shopping at one to two times a year I was like, yeah, of course, of course I should, because I talk to you often about calling your cell phone company and your internet company once to twice a year and asking, hey, am I on the best plan? Is there a better plan where I could save some money? So why wouldn't you do this with car insurance? It totally makes sense. So I've been a, I've been converted ever since I had that guest on the podcast last year and we've been able to save some money. But honestly, the last couple of couple of months, I would say, our car insurance has crept up. So I've started to really wonder, why is this happening? And there was a stat out from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics that said that auto insurance premiums have risen about 27% since the pandemic. And what's contributing to it is used cars and, and the cost of used cars, car repair, auto insurance, and uh, new cars, and then just the consumer price index. So we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit about that. But, you know, I I think that when it comes to car insurance, it's really important to say that it's one of the places where you aren't looking for the cheapest price. You are looking for the best price given the coverage you need. If you go out and you just shop for the cheapest car insurance and then you get in an accident or somebody hits you or whatever it might be, you're really going to wish, you're really going to wish you'd spent a little bit more money on your car insurance <laughs> because it's just not going to be enough for you. So I, I want you to make sure that you are shopping 
the best price for the coverage that you need. So I I mentioned that my annual car insurance premiums had gone up and it isn't a lot. It's maybe $10 a month, so $120 a year. For $10, it's it's not really a, a reason for me to get frustrated or angry because you know, it's $10, but it feels like everything is going up in price. I have Hulu streaming and I just got to notice that they're going up in price. So everything is just kind of creeping up. I call it like the modern day lifestyle creep with our subscriptions and everything just increasing. And this is a part of life that just happens with life. And that's why it's always good to have a margin between what you earn and, and what you spend. So there is some extra money there for you to play with. But it's also really important to know your numbers and to, and to know when things increase, you can make different shifts and changes, maybe in your your spending or your saving or whatever it might be. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's just, it's just an awareness of where your money's going. So I saw this article at NPR about car insurance prices on the rise, and I thought, okay, we should have a chat about it. But before we do that, I really wanted to figure out how are car insurance rates calculated? So here's what I could dig up. There are a couple different factors. One is your your driver record. So the better you drive, the lower your premiums. If you've had accidents or traffic violations, you're just going to end up paying more for your car insurance. That's just flat out how it works. Also, how much car you use. So if you shifted during the pandemic and maybe you're working more from home and you're not using your car as much, I would definitely say call your car insurance company because there might be a way that you can lower the amount of usage mileage that you have on record for your car and lower your premiums as well. So that's something to think about. Of course, location, location, location. It just isn't for real estate. It's also for cars. So if you live in a more urban area versus a rural area, you're probably going to pay more for your car insurance where you park your car, if you park it on the street versus parking it in the garage, you're probably going to pay more for car insurance. So just some factors about that. But beyond that were a few other things that I found really interesting. One was, of course, your age. So the older you get, the stats are that the fewer accidents you're going to have. Whether that happens or not, I don't know. But that's sort of the statistic. And we know that teenagers are really anyone below the age of 25, you're just going to pay more for your car insurance because you're a new driver. And let's be honest, you're probably, when I was, you know, 16 to 25 driving, I might have been a little bit more of a reckless driver. I don't know. I, I really didn't get any accidents and I've been pretty fortunate, but I can see definitely how those ages would increase car insurance premiums. In fact, little story for you real quick. When I got my driver's license at 16, I had a birthday party planned. And so I was going to take my mom's car to go get gas in it before the birthday party. And this was the first time I was going to be driving by myself. And so I went to the gas station, put gas in the car. And when I was going to leave the gas station, I just cut the corner a little bit too sharp. And I ended up running into uh, there was like a yellow concrete kind of post by the gas pump, and I ran right into it and scraped the entire side of the car. 
And I had to go home and tell my mom and more fearfully my dad that I had scraped the car on the very first time I was driving it. So, uh, okay. Another factor is your gender. I thought this was interesting. Women statistically tend to get into fewer accidents, have fewer driver under the influence accidents, and most importantly, have less serious accidents than men. So women often pay less for auto insurance than men. I found that really interesting. And then the car you drive also has uh, an impact on your car insurance rates. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top rated personal finance app. And now listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash ETM. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash ETM for your extended 30-day free trial. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not 
want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash E-T-M. Go to joindeleteme.com slash E-T-M and use code E-T-M for 20% off. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited and it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so why have car insurance rates jumped so much? Well, get this, one of the reasons is that we all got riskier with our driving during the pandemic. Apparently, in the early pandemic days, car insurance rates actually decreased, and that totally makes sense. We weren't out driving as much as we were. I remember I was still living in Los Angeles at the time, and it was truly fantastic. Of course, we didn't really want to go anywhere because we were in COVID lockdown. There really wasn't anywhere to go. But when you had to drive on the freeway, you could get anywhere relatively fast. And if you've ever driven in Los Angeles, you understand that as a complete anomaly. 
and also the most beautiful thing ever. So I don't know if it's a a nod to all of us feeling a bit more anxious about life during the pandemic, but something made us get a bit more reckless in our driving. In fact, car fatalities were on the rise in 2020 and 2021, and the car insurance industry is just pricing that into your premium. So it makes sense that that rates would go up. I think it's really interesting that I, I don't know if it's just because we we all didn't drive for such a long time that when we finally got out and started driving again, we were just like, okay, the rules don't apply. I'm going to drive faster and going to be a bit more reckless. I don't know. I think it's a really interesting, be a really interesting like psychological study to understand what is behind that and and what is actually causing people to be a bit more a bit more reckless another reason was remember way back in 2021 early 2022 when it felt like stores were just out of stock of so many different things i'm not just talking about toilet paper during the pandemic i remember i tried to buy some clothes and i was it last holiday season i i don't know if my memory's serving me right i feel like it was and my size in whatever I wanted to buy was just always out of stock or the color I wanted to buy was just always out of stock. So I somewhat just kind of gave up because I thought I can't actually find what I want. Well, the supply chain that also hit all the stores and all the things that you were trying to buy also hit the audit industry too. In particular, repairs and replacement parts were really hard uh, to come by and so interesting enough, that had an impact on auto insurance rates and an impact on new and uh, used cars. You know, people just weren't able to get their car repaired in in a timely manner. And um, a lot of the car insurance companies that would pay for the repairs, part of your car insurance, were ending up having to pay a lot more money to get that particular part to repair your car. So what they were paying to mechanics was a lot more than what they were used to paying. And so, you know, across the board, they were noticing, hey, these costs are going up and we're not making enough money in car insurance premiums. So we got to raise the car insurance premiums. Where you live could also have a big impact. So if you live in an area that is prone to natural disasters, which, I mean, let's be real, it is pretty much everywhere lately, you could see your premiums jump. Things like hurricanes, floods, fires, hailstorms, all of these natural disasters, which car insurance companies are saying are you know fueled by climate change and are hard for them to really price in anymore. I, I mean, they're really used to, of course, hurricanes and hurricane season and, and snowstorms and those types of things that happen. But there are a lot of natural disasters happening around the U.S. in areas that they weren't used to having to price that in for. So all these things could cause you know damage to a large amount of cars, and thus car insurance companies have to pay out more money to have these cars repaired, and another reason kind of fueling the, the increase in car insurance. So then we have the insurance regulators and the car insurance companies. 
And they're trying to find a balance always. Insurance regulators are trying to say, hey, it's not fair. You're raising rates. Customers can't pay this. They're already pinched on so many different things. And car insurance companies over here are like, hey, yeah, but we've got all these other factors and we don't have enough money to pay out. So it's this constant kind of tug of war and they're always trying to justify the increase. So the Insurance Information Institute says that auto insurers actually paid out $1.12 in claims last year for every dollar they collected in premiums. This year, the ratio is expected to be somewhere around $1.09. So what they're saying is we're paying out $0.12 over every dollar that we're collecting in premiums. So we're already at a negative. So we've got to raise the rates. This is interesting to know, though. Insurance companies typically count on investment proceeds to cover that shortfall. So there was a quote that says, what people really don't understand is that insurance companies make most of their money by investments of the premiums. This was uh, Harvey Rosenfeld, the uh, founder of Consumer Watchdog in California. He said, when they run into trouble, they have a scapegoat system set up where they blame something else for the fact that they need to raise their rates because they want to offset their investment losses. That's how the industry works. All right, that's really fascinating to know. I mean, it's not surprising to know, but it's it's really fascinating to see the underbelly. So car insurance companies are saying, hey, here are the four reasons why we're raising rates. And then there's this other thing that they're not really talking about, which is investment losses. We know the market's been a little up and down and backwards and forwards the last year or so. So that could be playing a really big role in just raising car insurance rates. So what can you do about this? Well, back to the shop around. Shop around at least one time a year and shop your comparative coverage that you have now and just see, you know, are you able to save a little bit of money? Does it actually make sense for you to switch? I don't know. More information, I think, is always better than no information. You can also bundle your car insurance with your renters or homeowners insurance. If you haven't done this, you really, really need to do this because you can usually save a a decent amount of money. If you add an umbrella policy or anything on top of that and you just bundle all that stuff together, you get a really good discount. You also get a good discount. We talked about this already for being a good driver. So, you know, it pays to do the best you can to slow down and drive safely. And I mean, uh, you know, accidents are unavoidable at times. So it's it's hard to plan for that. But another trick is you could raise your deductible on your car insurance plan. And that has a direct impact on your monthly payment. So they tend to work in, in, in inverse, right? So the higher deductible, the lower the monthly payment that you will pay. Uh, the other way around, the lower the deductible, the higher the monthly premium payment you will pay. So you always though want to make sure that you have enough money to cover the deductible if you got in an accident. So if you if you set your deductible at $1,000 and you get in an accident, you want to make sure that you can actually pay that $1,000, that you have a, a way to pay that. Hopefully you have emergency funds or some sort of savings so that you can pay that because you're going to need to pay that before the insurance company steps in and pays any towards whatever the repairs are. If that number feels a little high for you, figure out a number that works better for you, $500, $250, whatever it might be. We all have our 
own little comfort zone with with deductibles. Same thing with your health insurance. So you want to find something that just feels really good for you. So I thought this was really interesting. I don't know if you've noticed that your car insurance rates have been on the rise. Maybe they haven't. Like I said, I've noticed mine ticking up a little bit enough for me to kind of take a look and say, hmm, okay, what's going on here? And is there actually anything I can do about it? If you enjoyed this episode, share it with someone, you know, tell them, hey, check out your car insurance rates. See if there's something you can do about it as well. If you haven't done so, I would really appreciate it if you head over to whatever app you're listening to this podcast in right now. Leave us five stars, rate and review the show. It really helps the show continue to grow and I really appreciate it. I'll see you back here in a few days for a brand new episode.